You're listening to the 89th edition of the Daily Kabbalah lesson. In this lesson, we're going to start the very end section of Derech Hashem. So after the book is completed, so there's a small piece called the Mamar Harikarim, which means the piece that he put together of mainstays of the faith, of Judaism. And in this piece, so we're going to have, in summation, some of the ideas that he mentioned in Derech Hashem. I think it's a good review of those ideas. And for the most part, these ideas are, are summed up pretty quickly. And uh, I'd like to go through them. And uh, it should take up only a few daily Kabbalah lessons. So he starts off the Mamahir Karim with the concept of God, Baboris Borach. What is God? What is the essence of God? So he says the first thing that we need to know before anything is that there's this one existence, this one being. He's the, re- the ruler, the creator of everything else. He brought everything else into existence. And he's constantly giving them existence for the amount of time that he wishes. And he rules over them with complete rulership. This is God. And now when we speak about God, so he's the most perfect of all our perfections. There's nothing missing. He's not, he doesn't have any imperfections in him at all, heaven forbid. And he's not dependent upon anything else. He's not affected by anything else. There's no beginning to his existence. There's no end to his existence. What this means is that he didn't come into existence. He didn't come after there was something lacking or something missing. And nothing can take away from his existence. He always was. He always will be. It's impossible for him to disappear. He is the root cause of all existence, of everything that we see. There's nothing that causes him. And his existence is absolute and self-contained. Also, what we need to know is that this being which we call God, so he's not made up of any parts. He's not a complicated existence. Rather, he's the ultimate simplicity in a certain sense. And he doesn't have anything to do with any kind of physical reality at his essence. And it's completely unbounded by any boundaries and from any kind of relationship and from any kind of natural law. And we also need to understand that God's essence, we can't possibly understand it. It's something that has no comparison to anything that we experience in this world. And it's not something that we can imagine with our imagination or that we can understand with our intellect. And there are no words or descriptions that we can use that are proper and appropriate to describe God. However, when we speak about Him, so we use words which are borrowed terms that are to help give us a better idea so that we can relate in some way to God. We need to understand that we are not describing properly His essence. However, we do need to relate to God, of course. So we have to use the words that we have. We have to use these borrowed terms. But he stresses again and again, we need to know that when we're talking about God in this way, we're not probably speaking about His his essence. And we have to be very careful about this concept. The next thing he speaks about is Baruchanim, the spiritual worlds. So he tells us that just like in God's infinite power, so he was able to create all the physical world that we see, all the physical uh, existence that we see, so too God wanted to create something which was on a higher level than this, something that we couldn't sense with our physical senses. And that's what we call the spiritual worlds. And he gave, just like he has in the physical world, so there are different boundaries and different laws that are physical laws, so too in the spiritual world there are different boundaries and spiritual rules that apply to those worlds as well. Now, when speaking about the spiritual world, so just like in the physical world, there are different types of physical beings. So, and according to what it is, so there's different 
characteristics. So too in the spiritual worlds, so you'll find different types of beings with different types of characteristics. However, when we're talking about these spiritual beings, so the general rule is that we can't properly understand them because we don't actually have any kind of direct contact with them. There's not something that we see. All we have is the Mesorah, our tradition that teaches us about them, and that's what we have to depend upon when we talk about them and try to understand what these beings are. So now when we talk about them, there are three different types. One is called Kochas Nivdalim, which literally means the separated powers. The second type are the angels. And the third type are the souls. Now when we talk about these separated powers, so they are spiritual beings that are completely disconnected from any kind of physicality. They're very pure, and they're very high. And they're the closest possible to God's presence, and God is constantly with them, so to speak. And they have different names according to the levels. You have the Galgalei Hakise, which is hard to, to translate, the Galgalim of the throne, or you have Ofanim, different types of spiritual beings. Those are the Kochas and Abdelim, the separated powers, he calls them. Then we have the angels. So the angels are these spiritual beings who are not as connected to God in a certain sense, but rather they were created to do God's bidding, to do God's, to, to be messengers for God in anything that God desires. And they are appointed on all of the different ideas, different concepts that God wills them to be in charge of. They have different levels as well, one underneath another. And every single level has different laws, different boundaries, different concepts, that which God in His great wisdom deemed appropriate for them.